The sacrifices of God are a broken spirit, a broken and contrite heart, O God, thou wilt not despise. O Lord, open thou our lips, and our mouth shall shall forth thy praise. Praise ye the Lord. The Lord's name be praised. O come, let us sing unto the Lord. Let us heartily rejoice in the strength of our salvation. Let us come before his presence with thanksgiving, and show ourselves glad in him with psalms. For the Lord is a great God, and a great King above all gods. In his hands are all the corners of the earth, and the strength of the hills is his also. The sea is his, and he made it, and his hands prepared the dry land. O come, let us worship and fall down, and kneel before the Lord our Maker. For he is the Lord our God, and we are the people of his pasture, and the sheep of his hand. Today, if you will hear his voice, harden not your hearts, as in the provocation, and as in the day of temptation in the wilderness, when your fathers tempted me, proved me, and saw my works. Forty years long was I grieved with this generation, and said, It is a people that do err in their hearts, for they have not known my ways, unto whom I swear in my wrath that they should not enter into my rest. Psalm 116 is on page 486. My delight is in the Lord, because he hath heard the voice of my prayer. Because he hath inclined his ear unto me, Therefore will I con upon him as long as I live. The snares of death compassed me round about, and the pains of hell got hold upon me. I found trouble and heaviness, then called I upon the name of the Lord. O Lord, I beseech thee, deliver my soul. Gracious is the Lord, and righteous, yea, our God is merciful. The Lord preserveth the simple. I was in misery, and he helped me. Turn again then unto thy rest, O my soul, for the Lord hath rewarded thee. And why? Thou hast delivered my soul from death, and eyes from tears, and my feet from falling. I will walk before the Lord in the land of the living. I believe, and therefore will I speak. But I was sore troubled. I said in my haste, All men are liars. What reward shall I give unto the Lord? for all the benefits that he hath done unto me. I will receive the cup of salvation, call upon the name of the Lord. I will pay my vows now in the presence of all his people. Right dear in the sight of the Lord is the death of his saints. Behold, O Lord, how that I am thy servant. I am thy servant and the son of thine handmaid. Thou hast broken my bonds in sunder. I will offer to thee the sacrifice of thanksgiving, and will call upon the name of the Lord. I will pay my vows unto the Lord in the sight of all his people, the courts of the Lord's house, even in the midst of thee, O Jerusalem. Praise the Lord. Here beginneth the 31st verse of the 31st chapter of the book of Jeremiah. Behold, the days are coming, says the Lord, when I will make a new covenant with the house of Israel and with the house of Judah, not according to the covenant that I made with their fathers in the day that I took them by the hand to lead them out of the land of Egypt. My covenant which they broke, though I was a husband to them, says the Lord. 
But this is the covenant that I will make with the house of Israel after these days, says the Lord. I will put my law in their minds and write it on their hearts, and I will be their God, and they shall be my people. No more shall every man teach his neighbor and every man his brother, saying, Know the Lord, for they all shall know me. For the least of them to the greatest of them, says the Lord. For I will forgive their iniquity, and their sin I will remember no more. Here endeth the first lesson. Blessed art thou, O Lord God of our fathers, praised and exalted above all forever. Blessed art thou for the name of thy majesty, praised and exalted above all forever. Blessed art thou in the temple of thy holiness, praised and exalted above all forever. Blessed art thou that beholdest the depths and dwellest between the cherubim, praised and exalted above all forever. Blessed art thou on the glorious throne of thy kingdom, praised and exalted above all forever. Blessed art thou in the firmament of heaven, praised and exalted above all forever. Here beginneth the 18th verse of the 13th chapter of the Gospel according to St. John. I do not speak concerning all of you. I know whom I have chosen, but that the scripture may be fulfilled. He who eats bread with me has lifted up his heel against me. Now I tell you before it comes, that when it does come to pass, you may believe that I am he. Most assuredly, I say to you, he who receives whomever I send receives me, and he who receives me receives him who sent me. When Jesus had said these things, he was troubled in spirit and testified and said, Most assuredly, I say to you, one of you will betray me. Then the disciples looked at one another, perplexed about whom he spoke. Now there was leaning on Jesus' bosom one of his disciples, whom Jesus loved. Simon Peter, therefore, motioned to him to ask who it was of whom he spoke. Then leaning back on Jesus' breast, he said to him, Lord, who is it? Jesus answered, It is he to whom I shall give a piece of bread when I have dipped it. And having dipped the bread, he gave it to Judas Iscariot, the son of Simon. Now, after the piece of bread, Satan entered him. Then Jesus said to him, What you do, do quickly. But no one at the table knew for what reason he said this to him. For some thought, because Judas had the money box, that Jesus had said to him, Buy those things we need for the feast or that he should give something to the poor. Having received the piece of bread, he then went out immediately, and it was night. So when he had gone out, Jesus said, Now the Son of Man is glorified, and God is glorified in him. If God is glorified in him, God will also glorify him in himself, and glorify him immediately. 
Little children, I shall be with you a little while longer. You will seek me, and as I said to the Jews, where I am going, you cannot come. So now I say to you, a new commandment I give to you, that you love one another, as I have loved you, that you also love one another. By this all will know that you are my disciples, if you have love for one another. Simon Peter said to him, Lord, where are you going? Jesus answered him, Where I am going, you cannot follow me now, but you shall follow me afterward. Peter said to him, Lord, why can I not follow you now? I will lay down my life for your sake. Jesus answered him, Will you lay down your life for my sake? Most assuredly, I say to you, the rooster shall not crow till you have denied me three times. Here endeth the second lesson. Blessed be the Lord God of Israel, for he hath visited and redeemed his people, and hath raised up a mighty salvation for us in the house of his servant David, as he spake by the mouth of his holy prophets, which have been since the world began, that we should be saved from our enemies and from the hand of all that hate us, to perform the mercy promised to our forefathers, and to remember his holy covenant, to perform the oath which he sware to our forefather Abraham, that he would give us, that we, being delivered out of the hand of our enemies, might serve him without fear, in holiness and righteousness before him, all the days of our life. And thou, child, shalt be called the prophet of the highest, for thou shalt go before the face of the Lord to prepare his ways, to give knowledge of salvation unto his people for the remission of their sins, through the tender mercy of our God, whereby the day spring from on high hath visited us, to give light to them that sit in darkness and in the shadow of death, and to guide our feet into the way of peace. I believe in God, the Father Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, and in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Ghost, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, dead, and buried. He descended into hell. The third day he rose again from the dead. He ascended into heaven, and sitteth on the right hand of God the Father Almighty. From thence he shall come to judge the quick and the dead. I believe in the Holy Ghost, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Amen. The Lord be with you. And with thy spirit. Let us pray. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory, forever and ever. Amen. O Lord, show thy mercy upon us, and grant us thy salvation. O God, may clean our hearts within us, and take not thy Holy Spirit from us. Almighty Father, whose dear Son, on the night before he suffered, did institute the sacrament of his body and blood, mercifully grant that we may thankfully receive the same in remembrance of him, 
who in these holy mysteries giveth us a pledge of life eternal. The same thy Son, Jesus Christ our Lord, who now liveth and reigneth with thee in the Holy Spirit ever, one God, world without end. Amen. Almighty and everlasting God, who of thy tender love towards mankind, hast sent thy Son, our Savior, Jesus Christ, to take upon him our flesh, and to suffer death upon the cross, that all mankind should follow the example of his great humility. Mercifully grant that we may both follow the example of his patience, and also be made partakers of his resurrection, through the same Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. O God, who art the author of peace and lover of concord, in knowledge of whom standeth our eternal life, whose service is perfect freedom, defend us, thy humble servants, and all the assaults of our enemies, that we, surely trusting in thy defense, may not fear the power of any adversaries, through the might of Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. O Lord, our Heavenly Father, almighty and everlasting God, who has safely brought us to the beginning of this day, defend us in the same with thy mighty power, and grant that this day we fall into no sin, neither run into any kind of danger, but that all our doings, being ordered by thy governance, may be righteous in thy sight, through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Good morning to all. Our Jeremiah lesson, uh, where God talks about the new covenant he will make, um, this is Monday, Thursday, and of course it, it ties into the um, the Last Supper in the sense that Jesus um, you know, said, this is my blood of the new covenant, and it's meant to hearken back to the covenant that Jeremiah or God is talking about through Jeremiah. And a characteristic of the new covenant that Jeremiah is talking about is rather than the law being external on tablets of stone, the law will become internal, written on the mind and heart, and um, written on the mind and heart through the Holy Spirit. Uh, St. Paul plays off of this image in Corinthians when he talks about, you know, that we are the epistles of Christ written in our hearts. And the way this plays out in the feasts of the year is that in, in the Jewish tradition, Pentecost, uh, in addition to being a barley harvest, was, was the feast on which they celebrated the giving of the law to Moses on Mount Sinai. And so the Holy Spirit came on that feast, and, and as the Holy Spirit came, the law went from being external to being internal, written on the minds and hearts. And this is matched up in our lessons this morning with with the, the section of John's Gospel where Jesus gives a new commandments. We have a new covenant, and clearly the new covenant is, is connected with the new commandment that you love one another as I have loved you. And that's the important thing to understand here that it's not a, ge a generic commandment to love because I think our, our problem always in our culture when we hear love, we, we fall into a default mode of sentimentality. Yeah, we should love each other. And the fact is that love is a very hard thing to do. So to love one another as I have loved you, he's about to love love them by uh, going and, and dying for them on the cross and suffering. And so our love for one another requires a sacrificial love, a commitment for one another's good that is willing to act for that good, you know, through through pain and stay in you know, in the relational space together, despite, you know, all kinds of difficulties, 
And what's interesting then in, in, in maybe relating to our, our Holy Week disciplines and confession is that after he states this commandment, new commandment to love, you know, Peter bravely says, you know, I'm, you know, I want to go with you. I can, I can do all this. And, and, and Jesus says, no, basically you're, you're going to deny me three times before the rooster crows. And that's really our status um, without the spirit, our status as people in Adam under the old covenant is we desire to love and love can become the sentimental aspiration, but it is only through failure, through our acknowledgement that we don't love. And as Peter, you know, we'll, we'll go from the failure to the restoration. So in a certain way, what we discover in Lent through our, our disciplines is our weakness, the various ways we don't really love like we ought to. And that's what the good confession consists of. And once we acknowledge and are aware of the failures, it is then the, the grace of forgiveness and new life comes to us through the spirit, this new resurrection life to raise us up. And then we can really begin to love in new ways. And that's kind of the paradox of death and resurrection. Dying requires this awareness of the ways we don't do it in order that we may be open to, to God's grace and forgiveness and power to begin to do it. And so that's really what we're thinking about now in, in going Monday, Thursday, Good Friday. Our good confession is what how the Spirit is revealing to us our weakness so that the Spirit can minister to us a renewed experience of forgiveness and raise us up to love in, in new and better ways in the Easter feast and in obedience to the commandment of our Lord. So a few thoughts about today's lessons. O God, the creator and preserver of all mankind, we humbly beseech thee for all sorts and conditions of men, that thou wouldest be pleased to make thy ways known unto them, thy saving health unto all nations. More especially we pray for thy holy church universal, that it may be so guided and governed by thy good spirit, that all who profess and call themselves Christians may be led into the way of truth and hold the faith and unity of spirit, in the bond of peace and in righteousness of life. Finally, we commend to thy fatherly goodness all those who are in any ways afflicted or distressed, in mind, body, or estate. that it may please thee to comfort and relieve them according to their several necessities, giving them patience under their sufferings and a happy issue out of all their afflictions. And this we beg for Jesus Christ's sake. Amen. Almighty God, Father of all mercies, we, thine unworthy servants, do give thee most humble and hearty thanks for all thy goodness and loving kindness to us and to all men. We bless thee for our creation, preservation, and all the blessings of this life, but above all for thine inestimable love and the redemption of the world by our Lord Jesus Christ. 
for the means of grace and for the hope of glory. And we beseech thee, give us that 